Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Hello friends this is Amiti Sen. Welcome to this episode of Business Lines State of Economy podcast. Today we will talk about the Red Sea crisis and the huge challenge that it is posing to India and the world with each passing day. Since November 2023 Yemen based Houthi militia have been carrying out attacks on cargo ships in the Red Sea. The Houthis who are also politically close to Iran claim that the attacks are to show support for the Palestinians in Gaza who are getting killed under the airstrikes of Israel while the Israel Hamas war rages on. The Red Sea is a major shipping route for India for trading with key markets. The ongoing crisis is of major concern to the country. I have with me today Ajay Shivastav, former Indian Trade Service officer and co-founder of Delhi-based think tank Global Trade Research Initiative to tell us more about the Red Sea crisis and what is at stake for India. Welcome Mr. Shivastav. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting me Amiti. To begin with uh, Mr. Shivastav just give us an idea about how serious is the situation actually in the Red Sea right now as we talk. The situation is tense and uncertain with the potential for a serious escalation. So today 95% of the vessels which were using red sea earlier they have been rerouted around the cape of good hope and compared to the red sea route this new route cape of good hope route adds about 4000 to 5000 nautical miles to the journey and translating into around 15 to 20 days more of voyage time this means more freight cost delayed delivery and so many other issues so this in the long term could uh, if the the situation continues it will affect the global supply chains and uh, consumer goods in the long run so us has formed maritime coalition israel is accusing iran of backing the houthis so major power play may be at display if it escalates the situation may become more grim we have to keep our fingers crossed you know um, it is obvious that so many countries are getting affected but to what extent is india's own trade getting hit at the moment so could you just uh, you know briefly touch upon the regions to which shipments are getting affected in to and fro from india so about 20 to 25% of india's total merchandise trade passes through this red sea route it's a big big thing so the nearly 90% of india's westward bound cargo destined for europe us east coast and north africa was using this red sea route it's being now rerouted around the cape of good hope the major region as i say is europe us east coast and north north africa the cargo going there and the petroleum and other cargo coming from these places and russia will be the affected regions right uh, so you already mentioned that you know uh, now uh, cargo is having to be rerouted through the cape of good hope which is in south africa so it's a much longer route so could you give us an idea in days as to how much longer would shipments from you know say mumbai port to europe from the cape of good hope would take and how much would it mean in terms of you know more expenses for our exporters yes yeah, so uh, in terms of uh, miles we use the term nautical miles uh, for uh, sea voyages and uh, if uh, consignment leaves mumbai and has to move to europe via cape of uh, good hope uh, route then it the ship has to travel 4000 to 5000 nautical miles additional it will translate into 15 to 20 days more voyage time 
as far as cost is there cost will depend if uh, if we say talk about uh, expensive items where uh, volume is less then the cost will be less but say we talk about low end items say apparel ores then the cost will be more so cost will depend on the type of cargo which is being carried the additional time will be 15 20 days and additional nautical miles traveled will be 4000 to 4000 5000 nautical miles so uh, if we look at the situation right now are there any specific exports you know you said that there are so many so many items that would get a, uh, get affected this is the cross sectors but are there any specific sectors which might get more affected than others in terms of exports you know refined petroleum products like diesel and gasoline we export lot of these to european countries they face significant cost increases due to rerouting making them less competitive in the european markets now they will have the option to buy from other countries who can supply them at a cheaper rate similarly chemicals and plastics these are basically low value and high volume goods and they become commercially unsustainable if uh, the freight cost increases beyond 20 25% similarly Uh, exports of basmati rice it can suffer quality degradation problem due to longer transit times so these few products say pet- refined petroleum diesel gasoline chemical plastics basmati rice etc will be the most affected problem and there will be moderately affected exports like textiles and other manufactured goods machinery electronics they will be affected by freight increase but not so much right you mentioned these uh, are high volume and low value goods so i was actually having a chat with one with an exporter of furniture items so he was also saying uh, the same thing because furniture items are like high volume and low value so he was saying that how uneconomical it would now be to you know ship through the longer route yeah so, absolutely absolutely so and what about imports you know especially that of crude um and all uh, so do you think so uh, you know india has been importing a lot of oil from saudi arabia so which is i think on this contract route so can crude prices go up because of higher logistics costs and what are the alternatives that we may have so for crude import india relies almost exclusively not fully but exclusively on red sea route for importing oil from russia and other and middle eastern countries saudi arabia iraq others and you know on ground the crude which is coming from russia about 45 million barrels is stuck at the sea now it will be taking a reroute for coming to india it's at the sea it's designed for india so these things may lead to higher prices but uh, prices they are increasing after the ukraine war and uh, right now also they are increasing but i will not put uh, this red sea crisis as the exclusive factor so many factors are working or increase in oil prices they are increasing this will be one of the factors but uh, we cannot isolate the impact of uh, red sea crisis on the on the oil price increase prices are increasing but uh, many factors are there the right. the main factor is that we source most oil through this route mm-hmm. right so and what about other other uh, items you know for which we source uh, uh, important inputs you know sophisticated inputs like say for automobiles we source uh, a lot of inputs from europe so uh, is there a possibility of supply chain disruptions hurting such sectors of course you know when we talk about global value chain integration that means just in time supply nobody wants to keep an inventory and same applies to most of the automobile manufacturers essential machinery and and parts manufacturers 
machine tools manufacturers they import the things when they get the order just in time to minimize inventory all these supply chains will be impacted critically now so so initially we thought uh, that our trade with europe and middle east will be impacted but now if supply chains are impacted the way we are integrated many of the half the parts are supplied from southeast asia they are not affected by this crisis but if uh, supply from europe is not coming and supply from southeast asia is coming then there will be disruption in the factory so we have to may have stop the supply from southeast asia also i'm i mean if the situation continues for some more time then a big disruption is expected even on routes where which are not directly impacted by this crisis right uh, so you know in terms if we talk numbers so uh, if i understand correctly i think around 230 to 240 billion of imports and exports uh, from india and to india go through this red sea route so um, so uh, according to your, you have uh, gtri has done a study on you know you have you have looked extensively at the potential damage that uh, international uh, that india's international trade could suffer so according to you what if you what percentage of this trade could get hit uh, because of this crisis so hit uh, when i say hit then it means uh, increase in freight cost insurance cost uh, there's the first level of hit immediate hit is there and second uh, some quality issues say I say basmati rice it may become bad due to longer duration journey if it's not fully protected and then some some products may become altogether uncompetitive because of uh, increase in freight so I would not uh, like to put a number at this moment of time I would love to wait for say two weeks more <laughs> to talk about how much will be the hit right yeah. now yeah. Uh, I was talking to friends in the industry and they are saying that uh, they will be negotiating new prices for uh, for uh, for the future shipments. They their concerns the current shipment where they 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 are stuck with the current level of uh, commitment from the buyer and how they are going to pay for the additionalities. So they are thinking if government or anybody can help them in this way. But uh, total disruption, I would not hazard a guess right now. I would prefer to wait for some more time. Yes, yes, that's fair enough. Yeah. So, and what can the government do to help the situation? Uh, because I was just thinking, like, there is, a, there is a, not too much uh, in terms of shipping cost uh, that the government could chip in. But uh, is there any way where you know government can uh, basically contribute to help exporters bear some of the, this added costs that are uh, happening because of this? Two things. One is government help may be needed only for the consignments at the sea for future consignments they may be affected because of higher freight costs they may become uncompetitive but government will have no role in those things so government's primary role is to take care of increased freight or insurance costs for the consignments which are still at the sea and uh, there two three things are possible but uh, i don't know how much they are feasible one is you know, initially people were talking about uh, if a government can pay a part of the freight, but how government will pay uh, part of the freight uh, when 80% of the Indian exports and imports uh, is carried away by foreign vessels. It's not Indian shipping liners. So getting 
those rates uh, how much is the premium they are charging it it happens mostly at at a very confidential level so government transparent intervention is very difficult even if government wants second is about uh, insurance now if uh, ecgc insures these uh, these shipments and if any untoward uh, incident like this happens where longer uh, journey is to be undertaken by consignment then of course ecgc will the the the, the exporter may claim the damages from the ecgc for such uh, un, unforeseen not normal uh, circumstances so ecgc may have to bear that cost ecgc means government will be indirectly bearing those costs and most of uh, about 75 to 80% of the cost will be borne by government that through ecgc only because ecgc reinsures just 25 to 30% of uh, the insurance does for the exporters so government will be bearing indirectly this cost insurance cost but the freight cost i am unable to understand in today's context how even if government wants how it will work out it will be difficult thank you right so uh, you already uh, you know explained a bit you know what would happen if this crisis plays out but in a nutshell how do you see things playing out over the coming months no idea you know it's a bigger middle eastern power play houthis i mean they are just acting at behest of somebody they are just the pawns they are just the outer growth of the deeper problem and those problems middle eastern power play is very complex so i don't know i would love to wait for 15 20 days more one month more to see because america is involved israel is involved iran is involved saudi arabia is involved if it escalates it, it can become very big involving most of the world but uh, we hope it's not escalate and uh, if i want to be precise i have no idea because things are changing almost every day and uh, it, it may totally deescalate also if uh, better counsel prevails but uh, but let's see i have no idea frankly i am totally ignorant on this well thank you so much mr shivasa you know for basically helping us uh, understand this complex situation a bit better so while we all hope that the situation would deescalate and things would normalize we will all keep strict eye on the developments and maybe you know some weeks later we would uh, invite you back to for a reassessment of the situation thank you so much for joining us good love to thanks samiti thanks for inviting me 